It's good to see you all this morning. The first chapter of the Gospel of John talks about two brothers named Andrew and Simon. They were fishermen. They had a boat together. And when John came preaching the kingdom of God that was coming, Andrew went out and he heard John and he believed him. And John preached that there was one coming that was greater than him that they were to follow. And one day, Andrew and another disciple was with John and they saw Jesus walking past and John said, Behold the Lamb of God. And so Andrew ran and told his brother Simon that they had found the Messiah. The, the Bible, the, the scriptures talked about Jesus of Nazareth. And when he brought his brother Simon to meet Jesus, as soon as Jesus saw Simon, he knew everything about him. He knew who he was. He knew his faults. He knew his, his weaknesses and his strengths. And he knew what he would become. And he said, you are Simon, the son of Jonah. You shall be called Cephas. Now, Cephas is an Arab word, which means a stone. Jesus would change the name of Simon to Peter, which is a Greek word that means a stone. If Jesus was to meet you today and to give you a, a name, a new name, what name do you think he would give you? Knowing everything about you as he does, what name would he call you this morning? Well, time passes and Jesus begins to preach and travel around and preach the kingdom of God. In Matthew chapter 4 and verse 18, it says, when Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. While following Jesus, they saw many amazing, amazing things. Peter saw his mother-in-law, who was deathly ill, completely healed instantly when Jesus touched her hand. He watched and he saw Jesus walking on top of the sea. And on a mountain he saw Jesus change so that he was glowing bright like the sun. And he saw Moses and Elijah 
and he heard the voice of God and was afraid. He also saw some terrible things. He saw the people that Jesus came to save spit on him, mock him, nail him to a cross and crucify him. He saw Jesus die. But he saw him alive again. And he saw him ascend up into heaven. Peter saw the power of God over and over again. But he didn't always react to that like Jesus wanted him to. In Matthew chapter 14, and verse 25, the disciples were out on a boat and Jesus wasn't with them. The Bible says now on the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying there's a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Do not be afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to the water, come to you on the water. And so he said, Come. When Peter had come down out of the boat, he walked on the water, going to Jesus. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? At first, Peter is strong, and he believes, and he's walking on the water toward Jesus. But then he looked away from the Lord. He looked away, and he noticed the world around him. And he began to doubt. He began to doubt his faith in God. He began to not follow Jesus anymore. Surely all of us can relate to Peter. At some point in our lives, we are on fire for God. We're going to follow him. We're going to do everything he says. We're going to be strong. But then we start looking around at the world instead of Jesus and everything in the world. And we start to sink into that world. We become afraid of all the things in the world. The terrible things happening in the world. We become afraid. But Peter, Peter when he saw he was sinking, he cried out to the Lord to save him. And Jesus reached out and he saved him. If it was you on the water instead of Peter, and you cried out to the Lord to save you, do you think he would? Of course he would. He would have saved you too. Then later Peter saw something just as amazing. 
on a mountain. Matthew chapter 17 and verse 1. It says, Now after six days Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and led them up on a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. And then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, let us make here three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And while he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their faces and were greatly afraid. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Arise and do not be afraid. When they lifted up their eyes, they saw no one but Jesus only. John the Baptist had told him that Jesus is the one. He's the one you should follow. No one else. But Peter didn't understand that. And as he was still talking, before he even finished what he was saying, the cloud, the cloud came over the top of them. Jesus knew what he was about to say. God knew what he was about to say. And the Father spoke from the cloud, This is my Son. Hear him. We need to give Jesus the respect he deserves. We need to listen to him. We need to be diligent about reading his words. Memorize his words. Write them on your heart. Jesus has the words of life. We need to respect him. We need to respect that. But even as great as Jesus was, he humbled himself as a servant to us. In John chapter 13 and verse 5, Jesus had just finished his last supper with his disciples. And he stands up and he puts a towel around his waist. And it says after that he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and wiped them with the towel which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? And Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. And Jesus answered him, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Peter was horrified that the Lord would bend down and wash his feet. The job of a servant. But Jesus knew that his disciples need, needed to learn how to be servants. They needed to learn humility. And so he taught him this way. He said, if I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, 
you also ought to wash one another's feet. If the Lord God himself bent down and washed our feet, became a servant to us, how can we have so much pride? How can we not want to serve one another? Then Jesus tells his disciples that that very night they're all going to forsake him. They will all leave him alone. Peter didn't like the sound of that. In Luke chapter 22 and verse 31, And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to him, Lord, I am ready to go with you, both to prison and to death. And he said, I tell you, Peter, the rooster shall not crow this day before you will deny me three times. Peter said, I will never deny you. Never. I'll die first. But Jesus knew Peter just as he knows you. In Luke 22, verse 54, it says, That night they came, the crowd of people came, and they arrested Jesus. And they took him to the high priest's house. And the crowd came to the outside of the house and stopped there. And it was very cold that night. And Peter went and he found some servants over on the side around a campfire. And they began to warm himself. And maybe try to blend into the crowd. And as he stood there with them, one of the servants recognized him. And she said, this man was also with him. But Peter denied it, saying, woman, I do not know him. And after a while, another person said, you know, you are one of them. Peter said, man, I am not. And about an hour passed. And a third person confidently said, you are a Galilean. Your speech betrays you. I know you are one of them. And so Peter began to curse and to swear. And he says, I do not know the man. And immediately a rooster crowed. And Jesus turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered. Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. I will never deny you, Lord. I will die before denying you.
when, Je- when Peter looked, when Peter looked at Jesus, he remembered everything. Then he ran away and wept bitterly. How could Peter, after everything he saw, the power that he saw, after everything he experienced with Jesus, how could he forsake him like that? How could I? How could I? after experiencing the love of God, the love of his church, after receiving his grace that I don't deserve, the forgiveness of sins, a new life purchased by the blood that he shed, How could I look away from him and dive head first in a world of sin as I have done all too often? Too many times. Jesus was crucified and buried in a tomb. And on the third day, he rose again, just like he said he would. When Peter and John heard, they ran to the tomb. They found it empty. But they didn't know what it meant. In John chapter 21, the disciples were all sitting around. Peter said, I'm going to go fishing. Back to the boat. And some of the disciples are with him. And they're out on a boat a long time not catching fish. And they see a man way out on the shore. And he cries out to them, children! Have you any food? And they replied, no. And he said, cast your net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. And they did, and when they did, there were so many fish gathered into it, they couldn't pull it into the boat. And John looked, and he says, it's the Lord. Then Peter looked and saw that it was the Lord. And he threw out his alpha outer garment and dove into the water and swam to the shore where Jesus was. Jesus told them to bring some of the fish they had caught and to sit down and eat with him. And so they did. And as they're sitting there, Jesus looks at Peter and he says, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love them. I love you. 
And he said to him, Feed my lambs. Then he said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than, do you love me? And he said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, Tend my sheep. And finally he said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he had said to him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Then Jesus told him, follow me. Follow me. No matter what you've done in the past, Jesus will forgive you. You can come back to him, and he will forgive you. Just like he forgave Peter for denying him. But Peter had forgotten what Jesus had told him that night. When Jesus told him he would deny him. Do you remember what Jesus told him? He said, when you return to me, strengthen your brethren. As Christians, we need to strengthen one another. We need to lift each other up. We need to share the Bible, what we, what we read in the Bible with each other. Share our weaknesses, our strengths. Share what God has done for us. Peter returned to the Lord. And he did strengthen his brethren. He spent the rest of his life feeding the Lord's sheep. You see, Peter was changed. He was once very cowardly and afraid of people. But Jesus made him that stone that he called him to be. In Acts 2, he stood up and he preached. He preached the gospel. And over 3,000 people were saved that day, baptized into the kingdom of God. And Jesus can change you. Jesus can change your life just like he did Peter's. If you're a Christian today and you've turned your back on God, Jesus is ready to bring you back. Jesus is ready to forgive you and you can come back. Or if you've fallen into a sea of sin, Jesus, who's the master of the sea, can pull you out. He can pull you out just like he did Peter. So what do you need to do? James, in James chapter 4 and verse 7, I think James summarizes for us here something we can remember to do if this is our case. 
if this is happening to you. James chapter 4 and verse 7, he says, Therefore submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Lament and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. James says to submit to God. Decide today I am going to do what the Lord told me to do. I am going to do what God says to do today. Starting today, I will do that. What I know God tells me to do. Resist the devil. Also, I'm going to stop doing what Satan keeps tempting me to do. Starting the day, I am going to stop doing that. Make the decision. Draw near to God. Every day, read his word. Read the, the word of God and meditate on it. And pray. Pray to God every day. Spend time doing these things every day. Cleanse your hands. Get rid of the sin. Get rid of the things that are causing you to sin. Remove them from your life. And replace them with things that are pure and good and holy. Things that are clean and true. Godly things. Mourn and weep. Sincerely repent of the sin in your life. And finally, humble yourself before God. Walk humbly with Him every day. Remember where you came from. Remember who you were. And He will lift you up. And turn your eyes to the cross. The cross where Jesus died. And keep looking at that cross where he took away the guilt of all your sin. And follow him every day. That's all I have this morning. If you'd like the prayers of the church, if you need help overcoming sin, please come while we sing this song.